0: This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon. This is Tony Drake with
1: Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com, and this is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Joined by Brad Allen. How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? Excellent. You enjoying the fall here? Yeah, it's cooling off. You guys been out to the uh, pumpkin farms with the kids yet? You not guys yet. love that, right?
2: Yeah, it's on the agenda, though. That's a lot of fun.
1: What's that? I was going to call you the other day. What's that one you guys like to go to? We're uh, is it uh, Basses? That's right. That's yeah. right. Good place. Lots yeah. of fun for the kids. But um, I got a great topic I want to talk about today, and I think obviously they've grown in popularity. And you know, the four hundred one k, it's a great savings tool. But I think what I'm finding with my clients is a lot of them are not able to put enough away for retirement depending on their lifestyle of course and the income plan that we create but they're just not getting enough stuck away so I want to talk about some different ways to save outside of the 401k just to give folks a little bit of background you know I think we've talked about it before Brad you know the pensions you know, I kind of ask that question when we do our classes in the libraries and universities around town. And, you know, I'll ask how many folks have a pension. I think we can probably agree we're seeing fewer and fewer hands going up for that.
2: Not as many anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And those are, you know, really what was called defined benefit plans. And these uh, 401k style plans, and we say 401k, you know, we're referring to 403Bs, TSAs. If you're a retired federal employee, you might have a thrift savings plan. Uh, 457, you know, these kind of tax qualified plans, but most of them are fall under what's called a defined contribution. But getting away from the technical jargon, you know, some of the biggest changes that I think have impacted, you know, workers and and employees, if you will, is the fact that when we had a pension style plan, the contributor to that was who the the employer, right? Mm -hmm. And, And not just did the burden of the contributions fall on them, but the employer or, or whomever they hired was responsible for the investment choices. Right. So the two big changes we saw with these contribution-style plans was now the burden, at least for most of the contributions, fell on the employee, and then also the investment choices fell on the employee. And that second part, although it's not what we think of most often, might even be the, the dagger, if you will, that, that really has contributed to 401K is not performing as well. If you look at historical data, most consumer uh, investors are people kind of managing their own for- – there's there's exceptions, of course. I have clients that great self-traders. They spent a lot of time learning it. They loved it. But we get a lot of people that come in and say, Not my topic, right? So they look at that quarterly statement, they pick a fund that did well last quarter or last year, and obviously we know past performance isn't always indicative of future results. So, you know, as a whole, 401k performance is really down. So it's problematic, but it's important to understand the differences. And, you know, they're pretty popular, right, Brian? Yeah. Americans have uh, $5.3
2: trillion in their 401ks, which adds up to about 19% of the country's retirement assets. Balances grow as workers get older, and the average participant in, in their 30s has a balance of about $23,000, while workers in their 60s have an average balance of 280000 So 401ks are an important savings tool because of the employer's contributions, uh, but your balance may not stretch as long as you think, and there's a good chance that you'll need to save outside of the 401k as well. So today we want to take a look at some of those things that you can do outside of the 401k that can get you to retirement and have some income.
1: So give me some ideas, Brad. What type of accounts are you seeing your clients work with or, or what are the more, you know, the accounts you're like, you like like having folks in nowadays?
2: Yeah, there's some great accounts. There's always the, the non-qualified accounts where you could, you know, invest the money after tax. You have the traditional IRAs, which are going to be a lot like a 401K in that they're tax deferred. But you will have to take required minimum distributions out in your 70s. And then one thing we're seeing a lot right now are the, the Roth IRAs. And even some of the 401ks have Roth IRA options inside of them. Uh, and a Roth is you're going to pay the taxes today, but anything that grows in that account or comes out later is tax-free, which in retirement, we always say, nobody's ever complained to us about
1: tax-free income. Yeah, tax-free income. You don't you don't hear tax-free. <laughs> Those words aren't together a lot in the right? tax code, right? I know... Uh... You know, most people may be at home reading novels or sports sections, and Brad's at home reading the tax code. No, I'm <laughs> teasing you. But um, great opportunity, though, next week, Brad. And we don't do these that often, but we've been getting a lot of requests for some evening classes. So we're actually going to do a little bit more in-depth session over at Carroll University. And those are going to be the evenings. So folks that are getting close to retirement, you know, and you, maybe you're starting to stress out and really get concerned about it, this would be a great opportunity. It's going to be on October 3rd and 4th next week at Carroll University, Last I checked, we just had a couple spots left. So um, I apologize if you do call in or or hit the website and we can't get you in. You know, we'll we'll accommodate you next time. But again, October 3rd and 4th out of Carroll University. You can register right at the website at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. And we're really going to get into depth. You know, what are Social Security strategies? Of the 500, what do I do? You know, how do I create an income plan to answer that question? Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? What are the tax strategies now that can keep me in a lower bracket for decades to come? You can always call the office as well at 414-409-7226. This is the
0: Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. Getting you ready to sail into the sunset. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Welcome back to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm
1: Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com and joined by Brad Allen, of course. Yes, Got a sir. great topic this, today, buddy, 401Ks. But I think more specifically, you know, how can we save outside of the 401Ks? Not not that we don't want to do the 401K. Of course, if, if you're fortunate enough to have a match from your employer, free money, right? Yep, Another two words you don't hear together too often, <laughs> free money and tax-free, right? So, You know, really important at a bare minimum, make sure you're getting that match. But I think there's also a concept, Brad, about taking a tax hit. You know, your balance is a bit misleading with a 401k. Not all of the money in that
2: 401k is yours to spend in retirement. 401ks are tax-deferred. That means that you don't pay taxes as you put the money in, but you will be taxed when you take it out. And depending on your tax bracket, you can expect to lose about 10 maybe 25% of the 401k balances to taxes. Uh, The tax concerns don't end there. If your 401k distributions push your income above a certain limit, your Social Security benefits will also become taxable. That means even more of your 401k. K uh, is going to go to Uncle Sam at that point so you know that's one of the things that we find a lot is, is a lot of people will put as much money into their 401ks throughout their working career, and, and that's important. And you absolutely want to do that, but they do find themselves in a pretty high tax bracket later on in retirement that maybe they didn't think they were going to be in. Uh, number one reason is, is those required minimum distributions. So at 70 and a half, the government starts making you take out a percentage per year out of your 401ks or IRAs or any tax-deferred accounts. And you also have Social Security coming in at that point. Maybe you're lucky enough to still have a pension. So all that counts as income for the year for you, and that's pushing you into a pretty high tax bracket. So that's where we take a look at when we put a plan together, looking at how can we decrease that tax bracket in the future.
1: Yeah, I think that's an important concept. And, you know, I've had clients over the years that kind of share this idea that, you know, at some point in their lives somebody said put as much as you can stick it away in that 401k or that tax-deferred retirement account you're in such a high tax bracket now and when you retire you're barely gonna have any taxable income you're barely gonna pay any taxes and you're gonna be able to take it out at this really low bracket maybe right i mean that might be the case but i can't tell you how many folks i've met where Brad, I, I didn't meet them till their seventies, mm-hmm. and maybe they sat down with you or somebody like you and decided to delay at least one of the Social Securitys till seventy to get that eight percent growth, right? And, and now, what else happens? The evil genius pulling the strings at the IRS there, right? Said, ha 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 ha! Now they have this new income with Social Security, and I am going to start take, forcing them to take required minimum distributions at seventy and a half, likely the same tax taxable year. So now you have these two new taxable income sources. And I have folks in their 70s saying, Tony, I'm in a higher tax bracket now than I was when I was in my, you know, when I was working. You know,
2: I'd say that happens more often than not.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a case by case basis. Right. But it's going to be different for everybody. But, you know, it's something to think about. So the time to start planning tax strategies is not. When you hit 70 and a half, are there some things we can do? Yes, we get a very common question. How do I avoid my RMDs? I don't want the taxable income. I don't need the income. Certainly some strategies we can address there. But if I'm fortunate enough to start working with someone in their late 50s, early 60s, and I have a decade to plan for that, particularly for those we're seeing people retire early and earlier nowadays. I think, you know, a decade ago I was seeing mid to late 60s. Now I'm really seeing late 50s, early 60s if they've done the savings properly. And, you know, that those tax strategies that you mentioned, those are one of the concepts we're going to talk about next week at Carroll University for the folks still working. We're going to take a deep dive into these tax strategies and really how to, what can we do today? You know, I think the, the I don't want to say prom, but a lot of accountants I've met, Brad, they tend to say, you know, how can I get the tax bill as low as possible this year? Mm-hmm. And that's important, but what if there's some bracket bumping we can do where we can take some of our pre-tax dollars, convert them to growing tax free It might create a slightly higher tax bill this year but if we do that then later on in life maybe the social security is not not taxed as high not as much as included our rmds are lower by the time we hit seventy and a half because we've gotten those converted over so it means we maintain a much lower tax bracket meaning i don't have to take as large of a percentage out of my account so we want to walk you through some of these tax strategies if you're interested in attending Unfortunately, I just don't get to do these night classes as often as I used to. But we're doing two of them next week, pretty close to full. But you can hit the website at wealthwisconsin.com. You can register right there. Again, we're going to be out in Waukesha, Carroll University on October 3rd and 4th, wealthwisconsin.com. Or you can always call the office at 414-409-7226. That's 414-409-7226. After the break, Brad, I want to talk about inflation. I think that's one of the biggest areas I see that folks don't plan for properly that can really erode at the longevity of your dollars. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ.
0: Getting you ready for retirement the right way. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ.
1: I'm certified financial planner Tony Drake with WealthWisconsin.com got brad allen here today and a uh, great topic i think timely 401ks you know a lot of folks are are you know very popular right these tax-deferred employer accounts defined contribution plans really grown in popular popularity excuse me over the last couple decades but you know for some people they are looking for some ways to save outside of the 401k you know maybe they want different investment options maybe you know, they have a little bit more expensive lifestyle and they're just limited by what they can put in a 401k, so they want to get more more money put away. But, you know, one of the big areas I see, Brad, when I'm working with a client, and maybe you do as well, um, you know, we have some great clients that come in, maybe they go into Excel and they've built their own kind of spreadsheets to determine, you know, how long is my money going to last? And the two biggest areas I see that they forget to account for when they're trying to determine, you know, kind of create an income plan and answer, you know, what we would call longevity risk or, you know, the big question, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? Biggest mistake I see there, one of them is both taxes, but inflation, right? And, and, And it's a simple concept for those listening today, you know, think about, your first vehicle you ever bought or, or think about your first tank of gas. I usually ask, you know, in the classes, I'll bring up gas. For me, it was 74 cents. You know, Brad, I think yours was higher. You're a young buck here. It's a but little, little bit higher. A little that. bit higher. But, I, <laughs> you know, gas was, when I got my license, was 74 cents. Inevitably, a client will yell out 18 or 20 or something. Right. But it's kind of a fun game. But my point is, You know things get more expensive over time so i think when when life expectancies were shorter maybe you retired live 10 12 years in retirement eh, maybe you say "Eh, i'm not going to worry about inflation but you know people are living 20 30 40 years in in retirement i mean just think about your own personal lives you know how much did whatever a gallon of milk cost 30 years ago right you know it's a substantial difference right yeah i mean it's another reason your 401k might might not last
2: as long as uh, you think it will. Inflation, you know, will cut into the purchasing power of your savings. We, we talk a lot about inflation in our in our seminars and classes. I like to ask the group the lowest price they, they paid for the gas, right? Yours was 74 cents. Uh, it's, it's really impossible to predict inflation in the future, but I recommend planning for at least 3%. I think in the office we use a little bit higher than that. You know, it's important to consider inflation no matter your age. If you're retiring tomorrow, you may live 20 or, or even 30 years in retirement. So the cost of living does go up. You need to you need to definitely use those numbers in your plan to make sure that you're accounting for that. And then also, you know, when you put a rate of return on your investments when you're planning out, you don't want to use a, an outrageous rate of return. You want to be very conservative with the numbers and try to beat up the portfolio as much as you can and that way you know that through the good and the bad times you're going to be okay.
1: Yeah, I think you bring up a great point, right? I mean, inflation has been so low lately. I mean, you know, sub 2%, 1.7 for the last 10, let's even argue 20 years. So, you know, I think that's a great area too. I see that pretty common where someone will come in with their own spreadsheet and they got 1.8% inflation. Well, it's pretty low now, but you know, for me, and arguably I'm a, I'm a conservative person when it comes to retirement planning, but I would rather err on the high side so let's assume that your your you know expenses are going to grow a lot quicker than they than they probably will frankly arguably and then let's assume that we're going to make less on our portfolio than again arguably we probably will so then when we're sitting down 5 10 20 years from now at a review you know, our expenses are lower than we estimated, our balances are a lot higher, everybody's happy, right? I mean, I can put in inflation at 1% and I can assume a 10-12% rate of growth on the portfolio. And yes, the numbers are going to look great, but is that realistic? And, you know, I want to show folks that, you know, for folks that haven't had a chance to come out to a class next week, we'll be out at Carroll University out in Waukesha on October 3rd and 4th. And, This type of detailed income plan is what we want to walk you through. That's going to be one of the many topics. This one's going to be a little bit longer class. You know, some of our classes are pretty quick, 45 minutes or an hour. This one will be a more in-depth dive so folks can really feel comfortable coming into retirement or maybe you're recently retired, really want to fine-tune the plan. So you can take a look at that agenda and register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. But we're going to talk about, you know, risk. Right. That's a big topic, too. You know, how do I calculate my risk and how do I quantify it? it? kind of sometimes I think when I'm teaching my classes to other advisors, I ask them how they describe risk. And frankly, I don't like to embarrass any of the students in a class, but sometimes it feels like they're talking about smoke and mirrors or I'm at a magic show. It's a it's a <laughs> difficult topic to quantify, if you right. will. So we want to show you how to really quantify this question of risk, make sure it's aligned And then how to analyze your risk in good periods and bad periods. So, you know, these are these components to really come up with a solid income plan in retirement and make sure your plan is really built to weather the storm when we do have another correction. Hopefully not as bad as 2008 or 2000, 2001, 2002. But, you know, how do we weather that storm? I think that becomes very important. So you can register right at wealthwisconsin.com or by calling us at 414 409-7226. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ.
0: Preparing you for the ultimate vacation. Here's more of Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ. Good afternoon.
1: You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake and Associates, wealthwisconsin.com and just want to take a moment to uh thank all of you out there for listening. I, I know uh, these fall uh you know, fall weekends, it's going to get colder and colder as we go on here, Brad, and folks have a lot of listening choices. And, and um, you know, our goal here on the show is always to bring you something of value, something that you can really apply to your retirement plan, your income plan, whether you're in retirement, approaching it or just starting to think ahead and plan for it. Um, we always want to bring that value. So if you ever have questions, really appreciate if you send them in. We try to highlight one or two each week. You can email those at radio at com. That's radio at com. And Brad, I understand we have a question about fees. And, and I think this is a, I guess I'll summarize the question, if you will. But I think it's an important topic because you know fees are so important you know there's all this discussion about you know the fiduciary role that ended up not going through that was talked about for a good year year and a half two years um you know but i think with technology whether it's on the smartphones or there's a number of different websites today it's so much easier to figure out your fees and really understand what a fiduciary is you know briefly speaking difference between a fiduciary and a broker the broker is going to get paid a commission where a fiduciary generally is going to act on a fee. And a a fiduciary has a legal obligation to act in your best interest. And and that was really the point of that law that unfortunately ended up failing. But you know, at our firm, we are fiduciaries, we are fee based, very transparent, long before anybody ever made a decision or or paid us a dollar. You know, they would know very clearly not only what our costs were, but any internal costs. And I think, those internal fees have become a lot easier to find and look up nowadays, right, Brad? Yeah, there's some great tools
2: that you can use, and this can really help out anybody, right, whether you're still working, you have a 401k, or you have an IRA in the market, or whatever it might be, you can look up the different fees of the mutual funds and whatever kind of funds that you have inside of that so the website that you want to go to is called finra.org f-i-n-r-a dot o-r-g that stands for the financial industry regulatory authority and that website is going to have a lot of different things on there there's going to be a great tool called broker check where you can look up the name of your advisor the the company they work for and it'll show you all their history and that's just a a great way to to see who you're working with but they also have a a tools and calculators on that website there's a little tab at the top it says tools and calculators so you click on that and then there's a tab that's called fund analyzer so you can go into that fund analyzer you can type in whatever ticker symbol you have you know you have those Ticker symbols for each fund that you have and you type in the ticker symbol how much you have in that in that particular fund And it's going to pull up all the information about that It's going to show what it made last year over the lifetime of that fund But it also shows you what are the internal fees of that particular mutual fund or whatever it might be It'll also show you if there was an upfront load if there was a commission that went out to the Advisor up front or if there's a back-end load, you know, it just gives you the information uh, That you need to make Solid decisions about where you want to invest your money. Uh, obviously, the lower you pay in fees, the more money in your pocket in the long run. So you can really do your research, and a lot of people are surprised. I think you know when they they type in the different uh, funds that they have, and they see that they're paying quite a bit in fees that they had no idea that they were paying. You know, so it's eye opening, but it is important. You really have to be your own advocate today, and you know, do uh,
1: all the work on your end to make sure you're paying the right amount. Yeah, and I I think you bring up a great point. You just really need to be your advocate, you know, and, and, you know, although that may be hard and you may say, boy, money's just not my topic of interest, you, you need to be, you know, looking up the broker's background's important, right? I mean, we all... I feel like sometimes it's a pink elephant in the room, but clients want to ask but don't know how to say it, how do we know you're not Bernie Madoff, right? So make sure they have a third-party custodian. Mm -hmm. Using a third-party custodian means there's a separate company that holds the assets, checks are made out to them, and, and they make the statements, right? Bernie Madoff held all the assets. He sent you fake statements, all this type of nonsense. So, you know, there's some things you can do that are important there. And we also now are really uh, giving our clients, and you don't have to be a client. If you want to download it, you can download it right on your smartphone. It's a great tool called Asset Lock. When you download that, they're going to ask you for a code. You must use the code. It's 3AX. Um, so use that code 3AX. But it, the the, the program is called Asset Locks. You can download it for free right on your smartphone. You can link your accounts and set the level. I want to be notified when I lose two percent, five percent, seven percent, ten, twenty, whatever you want to set. And it's going to send you updates. You'll be able to see all your accounts in one spot. And I, it, it doesn't mean that we need to panic and do something. But it, you know, it will start to set levels and alerts. So when it hits a certain point, you can be notified. That's a great time to kind of talk to your advisor, figure out what the plan is for the long term. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show on
0: WTMJ. Answering all of your retirement questions on Retirement Ready with Tony Drake on WTMJ.
1: This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, Drake & Associates, WealthWisconsin.com. we got Brad Allen here today. How's it going, buddy? Good. Happy Saturday. Good. I don't know. Maybe people can't tell how good looking you are through the radio here. They'll have to visit the website and see your profile. Picture. <laughs> oh, I like to tease you, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, great topic this week. We're talking about 401Ks and kind of some other ways to save. Again, certainly not implying. We want to put your money in your 401K. At a bare minimum, you got to get that match if that's all you're saving. Free money. It's, yeah, that is free money. But if you're just putting enough money away to get the match, it's not enough. right? We have some great guidelines. We've talked about that in the past on... On levels to save so you can check out some of those podcasts to to get some of that information right at the website there wealthwisconsin.com and but you know we are finding a lot of people do need to save more they're just not sticking enough away yeah, Americans are are bumping up their
2: savings rates, but aren't doing enough. You know, among people with four hundred one k's, about one third are contributing about four percent of their paychecks or less. Even with Social Security, you know, it's unlike, unlikely that uh, will be enough to get you through retirement. You know, I recommend my clients save at least ten to fifteen percent of their paychecks for retirement. Uh, the earlier you can start saving, the better off you're going to be when it comes to retirement by by taking advantage of compound interest, you're making your money work for you at that point, so big advocate of that. And then time is the key to growing your money. Think about uh, an investor who starts saving in their 20s, he or she may save for 10 years and then take a break for the next decade to raise a family, that person will still come out ahead of someone who starts later on in life. So it's all about starting early and, you know, especially looking at taxes, even early on. You know, when you're first starting out, you're in a very low tax bracket. You're coming out of college, and you know, that might be a great time to put money into a Roth, especially if they have that option in a 401k. So the, more, the earlier you can start, the better.
1: Yeah, I get that question quite a bit from my clients. They say, boy, my kids, grandkids are asking me, should I do, you know, nowadays it wasn't available to most of our clients, but there may even be a a Roth 401k option, Mm -hmm. right? If they're, you know, recently out of college and starting employment and, you know, so I get that question a lot and and I I just can't stress enough unless they're in a very high tax bracket and need the deduction now for some reason, you know, again, tax free, tax free, right? It's going to grow tax free, come out tax free. We just don't hear those those words together a lot, Brad. In all the years I've been doing this, I have yet for a client who's taking income out of their portfolio to say, "Boy, I wish I could be paying taxes on this." <laughs> just doesn't happen, right? I mean, and then it, it, being a little silly here, but if you think about the big picture, right? Let's say you need to supplement two thousand a month for your income out of your traditional IRA. You don't get to just take out 2000 right? You have to take out extra to cover the portion that has to go to Uncle Sam. If it's coming out of the Roth, you just take the 2000 out. So we're taking out a smaller percentage over time, which, again, means my money lasts a lot longer, right? right. So that's really important. Not to mention no required minimum distributions on Roth IRAs. Now, what about, Brad, safe money accounts? I know folks are you know, kind of sometimes they want a certain percentage or a portion in something that's a little bit safer.
2: Well, safe money accounts like high-yield savings accounts, CDs, and money market accounts can be a good place to, to store some money if you're approaching retirement because they're, they're really no risk at all, right? They're less risky. The, the caution with safe money accounts is that you need to make sure that uh, the rates you, you're going to get will keep up with inflation. And right now, I mean, they're not really doing that. So even if you're getting 1.5%, you're losing losing purchasing power to inflation. So that being said, it's important to have an income plan that cust- that's customized to you and your risk tolerance. Uh, if you're ultra-conservative, and a lot of clients that come in are, uh, you may want to keep more of your money in safe money accounts. There are other things that you can do. You can look at things like CDs and, and things like that. You may want to look at uh, other other items like uh the
1: fixed indexed annuities I mean I think that's a great topic, and I want to dive into that here um, because we get a lot of questions about those. I think there's you know a lot of confusion I mean sometimes they work for some people, sometimes they don't. Right. I think the devil's in the details there, right, but you know these are some of the topics where we're going to talk about this week. Um, I'm keeping you out late next week here, right. away from the <laughs> wife. And what do you have, like 14 or 15 kids there now? That's true. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, we're going to have some great classes, evening classes. I know we don't get to do those too often. So if you want to join us, maybe you're still working, so you haven't been able to attend some of those other classes. Next week, October 3rd and 4th, we're going to be out in Waukesha, Carroll University. We're going to start those up at 6 o'clock. We do need you to register. We've got a couple spots left. My guess is, uh, you know, Folks will call in this hour here, and it'll get filled up pretty quick. So I apologize, but we'll get you on a waiting list. You can register right at wealthwisconsin.com. That's wealthwisconsin.com. But we're going to talk about some of these different types of investment options, be it very high-risk options, completely safe options, really everything in between to match your risk tolerance. I want to address Social Security strategies. You know, I want to talk about, Um, tax strategies you know what's the way we can set things up today to really minimize what's going to be happening of course required minimum distributions that's always a popular topic Mm -hmm. so you can also call the office at 414-409-7226 you're listening to the retirement ready show on wtmj
0: walking you through your retirement plan here's more of retirement ready with tony drake on wtmj
1: Good afternoon, and thanks for spending your uh, Saturday afternoon with us. This is the Retirement Ready Show on WTMJ. I'm Tony Drake, certified financial planner with Drake and Associates WealthWisconsin.com. dot com. We got Brad Allen here today. Got a great topic, buddy. We're going over kind of 401ks and really some alternative investments. How do I save outside of the 401k? Maybe. Your company doesn't offer one. Maybe there's not a met. Maybe you don't like the fees or, or, or the uh, you know investment options within the 401k. Or maybe you just want to save more. Maybe you're one of those uh, kind of great students, if you will. You're maxing that out and you want to get some more money saved. And you know we were talking before the break about kind of safe money accounts, and and I think it's a hot topic that dis- deserves some some discussion here. And that's the fixed indexed or, or what's referred to as equity indexed annuities. Often misunderstood, Mm -hmm. um, often, I I think, pitched or or pushed on us by salespeople as a one-glove-fits-all. Absolutely incorrect. These things are absolutely not appropriate for everybody. But we do find from time to time there are some fits for some people in some situations. Yeah, they
2: can be great tools in certain situations. A, a big thing that you want to be careful of with annuities is you never want to put too much into something that, that, that that's going to be locked up for a certain period of time. You know, you have these maturity dates, just like a CD, with, with certain type of annuities, and you have to be careful with annuities as well. Some some uh, have higher fees than others, so you want to do your research ahead of time. But as far as the, the fixed index or a, a fixed annuity goes, those are very safe accounts. So a lot of times, folks will come into the office just nearing or already in retirement and they don't want to ride the ups and downs of the market anymore. They're telling us you know, if the market goes down, you know, 30, 20, whatever percent, they're, they're not willing to take that ride anymore for uh, a portion of their assets. So this could be a good fit for some people. You know, CDs are doing better. They're starting to go up a little bit. But uh, usually these fixed indexed annuities, you can make more when the market's going up. But if the market goes down, you, you have that downside protection as well. Uh, now, you do want to know that there are maturity dates. So you have to keep that money in there for a little while. So you want to know that ahead of time. You want to do as much research as you can on any product that you're uh, thinking about working with but these can be a great tool to utilize whether it's for income in retirement or safety in retirement there's a lot of different things you can do with it
1: yeah I think it's important to uh, you know again just be aware of the details Mm -hmm. you know I mean a lot of folks I think jump into these they misunderstand that there's things like income riders there's time commitments some of them have fees you know, a lot of times you have a, an, an income rider that might have some type of guaranteed interest on the growth, and people misunderstand that, that they think their cash is mm-hmm. growing at that guaranteed rate. Right. What most of these, and again, I don't wanna get too deep into specific because they are all different, but what most of these have is a guarantee that you can't lose, so think of that as a floor of zero. But because they're protecting the, the downside, we have to understand that it's gonna be a limited upside growth, right? The two biggest arguments I would make against these are limited upside growth, and typically you're making a 10-year time commitment where there's a limited amount of money you can take out. For example, most most companies are somewhere around 10% out per year without, frankly, a pretty substantial penalty. Now, for some people, they've done the savings, they have enough other liquid assets, That safety is important, or for many people, they like the idea of an income rider. So what the income rider is, is that's think of it as a separate account value that's used to determine a monthly payment. So you let it defer for a while or grow for a while. Then at some point, you decide to turn that on. And like a pension, you have the the guarantee that you can't outlive it. If you have longevity gene, a balance hits zero, you keep getting paid. But if you pass away early your beneficiaries get the balance. So some people want to grow an income stream down the road to offset inflation. Some of them can have nice death benefit features. But again, really make sure you understand it. Take your time, understand the fees, and understand who you're working with. Sometimes you're working with an insurance agent that's only licensed to sell annuities. Mm -hmm. My guess is they're going to say annuities are the best thing since sliced bread. So just go into it with your eyes open. Um, again, some great classes, we're going to cover this topic, we're going to talk about required minimum distributions, we're going to talk about social security strategies, over 500 options, and, and what I'm really excited about is to talk about some new tax strategies with the new new uh, bill that they got passed here recently, we're in the first year of this new tax bill, how can we do some things now to really take advantage of that? So we're going to be out in Waukesha this week on uh, October 3rd and 4th at Carroll University, just about full, so we do need people to register ahead of time. You can do that right at WealthWisconsin.com. That's WealthWisconsin.com. And don't forget, really excited about Asset Lock. It's a new app. You can go to the App Store or your Google Store, download it. You'll need a code. Otherwise, it is free, but you'll need to enter this code when you download it. It's 3AX. That's 3AX, Asset Lock. You can link all your accounts, set some alerts so you know exactly, you know, whether you want to be alerted at 2%, 5%, 10%, great tour, really excited about. Appreciate your time on this Saturday.
0: You're listening to the Retirement Ready show on WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Retirement Ready are solely that of the hosts or guests of Drake and Associates and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.